What's happening, y'all? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com coming at you today to talk about how to understand love and why it's important. And it's not just important, it's very important, okay? So what I'm going to tell you is, number one, why it's so important to understand love. Number two, what love really is. And then number three, I'm going to break down for you exactly how to use that knowledge in a way that's going to make you be able to live better. All right? So first... Why you need to understand love? Because love is the strongest form of pleasure there is. And as I talk about in all my videos, you exist to chase pleasure and avoid pain. Every single human impulse exists for that very reason. And anyone who says anything otherwise is a liar. Every single person exists to feel pleasure and avoid pain. And you want to feel as much pleasure as possible and avoid as much pain as possible. And that is every single person's motivation every single day, every single hour, every single minute. And love is the strongest form of that pleasure available. Okay. When you underestimate the idea of love, it becomes very easy to get hurt. Okay. Let's say you are experienced with getting girls, but you've never fallen in love before and you don't believe in the idea of love and you feel like, yo, I got this and I'm starting to like this girl. Understand this. When you as underestimate the power of love, you are setting yourself up for getting hurt. Okay, every girl that you like is a potential hot stove where you could get burned. It could turn into something terrific, but it could also turn into something very bad, especially if you screen, if you don't screen for the right woman, and especially if you have the a pride in yourself and your game and your ability to understand women where you think that, I got this, nothing's gonna happen to me. And as always, pride comes before the fall. Okay, so when you underestimate love, you open yourself up to be getting hurt very badly and then you end up on my site reading articles and videos like how to get over a girl okay there's it's not a coincidence that's one, one of my most popular articles is because so many guys underestimate what they're getting into when they start to have feelings for a girl now the flip side to that okay is when you overestimate love all right this is another reason why you need to understand what love actually is when you overestimate love, uh, there are a lot of guys walking around with a Disney fantasy of what love is going to be like. They're going to find this perfect traditional girl or perfect traditional wife, and it's going to be a beautiful thing. You're going to have the white picket fence, and it's going to be happy and passionate forever, and it's a Hallmark card, and it's a Disney movie. The reality is that's not, that's not it either, okay? That's not real-world thinking. That is, that is fantasy. And... It's not just women who carry around that type of a, a fantasy. It's men. Men do as well because we were raised on the same movies. We were raised on the same type of music, idealizing this perfect love. And it's very much applies to men as well. Okay. So underestimating or overestimating love will end in a bad situation for you. Okay. It will end badly. So you need to underestimate, or you need to understand what love is, and you need to be able to understand it very clearly, so that you can make it a powerful and positive force within your life, as opposed to something that is going to um, end up giving you more pain than pleasure. So that's why you need to understand love. Now I want to explain to explain to you what love really is. Um, the first thing that love is 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 love is an emotion. Okay, it's an emotion. No more, no less. It's the same as the feeling of joy and bliss. Love, joy, bliss, those are all the same feelings and they're the most powerful feelings, feeling that, that we can have as humans. It's what everyone's chasing. 
even when you're chasing God and you're chasing heaven and you're chasing enlightenment, you're chasing pure uninterrupted bliss. Everything we're doing is chasing that type of pleasure, all right? Is is chasing pleasure, okay? And love, joy, happiness, it's the same thing. We're all chasing that. We all want to feel that love all the time to wake up and be happy and and feel love. That's what everybody wants, okay? Love is the attempted end result of all the girls and the money and the drugs. Or whatever you're doing, whatever you're chasing, whether it's making music, whether it's any hobby, whether it's whatever it is, you're all chasing that feeling of love through all those different avenues, okay? That's what we're actually doing. It's so important that you understand that because it all comes down to our emotions. When you're buying clothing, you're buying, you're trying to buy self-esteem, which gives you more self-love. When you're buying a fancy sports car, you're buying self-esteem, which gives you more self-love. When you're buying girl dinner, you're, you are trying to get that girl to love you the way that, you know, you feel so that you can feel loving with her in return. Okay. Every single thing comes down to wanting to feel that love, joy, bliss. It's all the same thing. All right. And that's what we do everything for. Everything, everything, everything. It's to have that same emotion. Every single thing on my site is, is, is to get you to, whether I'm talking about fitness or girls or anything like that, it's to get you to be able to be living better. By living better, it means having more positive emotions. By positive emotions, it means feeling more love and bliss and joy in your life. That's it. Simple. It's an emotion. No more, no less, but it's a fucking powerful emotion, okay? Now, there's a couple objections that I hear a lot from guys um, in regards to whether love actually exists. All right, some guys will say love doesn't exist. It's just bullshit. It's invented by Disney. Disney could not invent love. They, a company, an advertising company or movies cannot invent something. They can just take something and package it in a certain way. All right. But it's not invented. If, if love didn't exist, we wouldn't have a word for it. And word, you know, the word for love is thousands and thousands of years old. Okay. If it didn't exist, there wouldn't be a word for it. You, and it wouldn't be able to advertise something that didn't exist. You're only able to advertise something that already exists that you are able to package in a certain way. Just like they talk about, um, you know, all the advertising for women and uh, beauty and all that, and that it's that it's just a product of Madison Avenue and all these beauty standards are just products. No. They are selling it to women because women have the demand for these beauty products. The demand is what's there. The advertiser can't just create demand. The movie maker just can't create demand. They, they tailor to a demand that's already there because it already exists. Women want to feel beautiful. Love exists. That's why you can have all these songs and these movies about it because it's a real fucking thing. Okay, that's, that's objection number one. There wasn't a word for it. Um, love exists. I mean, there's a word for it. Okay, if there wasn't, it wouldn't exist. Number two, guys will say love is a chemical reaction. That's true, but that's just a rationalization because every fucking thing is a chemical reaction. Every single thing on this planet is a chemical reaction. It's not like you can just apply the laws of chemistry to one particular area. The laws of chemistry apply to everything because every single thing going on, when you analyze it from that lens, is a chemical reaction. All right? So that's objection number two. Objection number three is this word called that you'll hear in the pickup artist community and it's such a horrible, stupid fucking word. It's called one-itis. It means where 
you love you love this one girl and you think she's special and and different from everyone else and she doesn't love you back okay um really all that is is, is unrequited love and unrequited love means you love her but she doesn't love you it's not one itis it's love she just doesn't love you back okay that's the problem the problem is not that you love her the problem is she doesn't love you back or that you're in love with someone who's not a positive person or not a good person that's that's what the actual problem is okay but the love still exists. You still feel it. Just because she doesn't love you back doesn't mean that you don't feel love for her. Okay? It's... Oneitis is a bullshit word. It's love, but it's unrequited love. It's not coming back to you. That's all. Alright? So those are the three objections for, for guys who are saying that love doesn't exist. And it's almost always guys who are angry at women. Okay? Almost always when you hear about guys who are really serious about love doesn't exist and it's bullshit or it's Hallmark, Disney fantasy, or it's uh, just a chemical reaction. These are guys who have been in love and have had their hearts broken and they're upset and they're angry with women. All right. Love exists. This is a fact. Okay. But it's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. It's real. And... It's an emotion, but it's not a Hallmark card or a Disney movie, okay? Some guys will talk about that, and that is true. It is not a Hallmark card, and, and, and it's not a Disney movie, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It exists very much, but it exists as a transient emotion. The same as sadness, the same as boredom, the same as hatred, the same as every other fucking emotion. That's all it is. It's an emotion. That's it. And your entire life is a series of emotional changes called state, okay? You're always in your high energy, your low energy, you're bored, you're sad, you're miserable, you're happy, you're not happy. And your entire life is a series of those state changes. And love is just one of those state changes. It's an incredibly powerful state when you're deeply in love or you feel you're in prayer and meditation, you feel that spiritual love for God and everything, but it is just an emotion. It is just a state that you pass through. Okay, that's very important to understand because your entire life is nothing more than these state changes. It seems when you're deeply in love, it, it can seem like that's this is the true reality and this is my whole world and everything, but it is just a state, just like all the other states. And a lot of the time what you're doing is you're, so, you're self-hypnotizing yourself. You're hypnotizing yourself, okay, you're thinking about that beautiful girl and then you're thinking about her three, four, five hundred, seven hundred times a day projecting all kinds of fantasies on her and because you're addicted to that state of love. And so you constantly want to feel as much as possible. You want to think about her as much as possible. You want to see her as much as possible. You want to do everything to feel that powerful, strong state of love, okay? It is an extremely powerful state of love, but it is just another state and just another emotion. So that's very important to understand. It, it is not how it's explained in the movies where it's just this unconditional forever feeling. No, you are constantly going through different states and love is just one of the many states that you're going through, all right? However, love is the most addictive state in the world, okay? Uh, guys kill themselves for love and they kill other people. Every day in the news, you'll read about some guy killing himself over a girl or killing a girl that he got cheating or killing his ex-wife for leaving him, etc., etc. It is the most addictive state in the world. 
And that's why love and hate are so close together. They say there's a thin line between love and hate. This is very true because when you are in love, you are addicted. When that person stops being in love with you or cheats on you, they are taking away your most powerful addiction, your most powerful state. And your response to that is, is they're taking away this thing that makes you incredibly happy. And now they put you from your perspective and in, into a lot of pain and your response is rage dependent on how much pain um, they put you in, which is dependent on how much you love that person, which, which is dependent on how addicted you are. The more you love, the more addicted to that thing you will be. Now, whether it's girls or money or drugs or whatever it is, when that's taken away from you, you become very angry because someone is taking away your major addiction. Just like if you try and take away a heroin needle, needle from a heroin addict, when he's not ready to quit, he is going to be enraged at you. He's going to be enraged that you've taken away his fix. All right. That's why there's, you know, you see these interventions or whatever, and, and so many people react in rage because their family is trying to come together and take away the one thing that they truly love, whether it's alcohol or heroin or whatever. All right. So love is super addictive. Also, love is conditional. Okay. Your mom, when you're growing up, if you have a good mom, she'll tell you, I love you no matter what, but this is not true. Okay. When your mom is screaming at you to clean up your room, she's not in, she's not loving you at that particular time. You can't feel love and hate at the same time. She might love you a lot of the time, but there are times where she absolutely is annoyed with you or hates you or any number of other feelings that aren't love. Okay. And the the love from your mother is the closest you'll get to conditional but it's or to unconditional but it's not unconditional if you live a lifestyle that she hates or that she totally disapproves of she's not going to love you the same as as she would if you lived a lifestyle that she did approve of okay and that's the closest you get to unconditional when when we come to the girlfriend situation that's even less uh, or even more conditional okay Love is transient and it's very conditional. When you stop adding value to that girl, she is done. Her love for you is done. It doesn't matter if you married her and paid for everything. When you no longer have the ability to make her happy, she doesn't love you anymore. When you're fighting all the time and you're not having sex or you, you know, you're in a shit marriage, she isn't, that love is gone. It's, it's conditional. It doesn't matter that she's had to be with you forever and love you forever. It doesn't matter doesn't matter the same thing with you could have a group of friends but if you're not holding your end and you're always complaining and being negative well then your close friends aren't gonna love you anymore all right that's how it goes you're only people only love you as much as the value you provide all right they only love you as much as the value you provide when you stop providing that value and their love for you is gone that's how it works in the world love is transient it's conditional it's an emotional state and it's very very unstable right? This is why marriage in 2017 is such a dangerous proposition because you're basing it on, it's no longer based on this sort of, you know, contract between two families. It's based on two people's emotions. And that's why half of marriages end in divorce because love is a very, very fucking conditional thing. It's a very strong emotion, which means that it's not stable. It's very unstable. And it's something that's very difficult to base a life off of. All right. So that's it. Love's conditional. 
the next thing you need to understand about love is that love applies to everything. Okay, it's not just to a girl. It's whatever. Some guys love pizza more than they love their wives. And drug addicts love, a heroin addict loves heroin more than everything else in his life, including his family, including even life itself. Because he'll take a shot of heroin and, and take too much and kill himself because he valued getting high more than being alive. Heroin addict will sacrifice everything in his life because he loves heroin so much. Um, you know, a guy will run into a battlefield because he loves his country so much and risk death or, or actually die. Uh, a mother will run into a burning building to save her child, okay? Love applies to every single thing that you love. And it doesn't matter if it's, if it's food or cigarettes or alcohol or drugs or women, it applies to everything because it's a feeling, right? It's a feeling that you choose to attach to something. So you can choose to attach it to a girl. You can choose to attach it to, you know, um, you love meditation, you love exercise, you love drugs. You love whatever, whatever your thing is, you're choosing to attach it to that particular thing. But the feeling always comes from you. Okay. And I'm, I'm serious when I say, when I say that you can love, some guys will love a pizza more than their girlfriend. If the relationship, if the relationship is gone, is going badly, they can love, you know, the, the, the high point of their week is when the wife and kids are out and they can have a pizza and a beer and you know, not have to answer emails from work. They can love that more than their wife and their family or the opposite, you know, wife and family is the highest point of that person's life. It doesn't matter what I, what I'm trying to express to you is that because it's a feeling, it can apply to everything. It just matters what you choose to apply it to. That's the big thing. All right. So love applies to everything and love costs. All right. Because it's an addiction, Right? Because you are addicted to whatever you love, the more you love it, the more you're addicted to it. And the more you're addicted to it, the more it costs. And that cost could be time, it could be money, it could be um, at the expense of your dignity. Like let's say you, you love a girl who doesn't love you back. And it costs to get, it costs to maintain, and it costs when it's taken away. When that girl's taken away from you or the drugs are taken away from you, or alcohol is taken away from you. Believe me, it costs. Or during the time that you're in a relationship or on drugs or um, an alcoholic, it could cost you, you know, your friendships, it could cost you your business, it could cost you any number of things, all right? The more you like it, the more addicted you are, which means the less in, the less in uh, control you're gonna be, and the more it's going to cost you in some ways, in, in, in certain ways, it is going to cost you. There is nothing in the world that comes without a cost, okay? You can have all the fame and the money in the world, but that still comes with the cost of now you have, all these people have not just positive opinions about you, but negative opinions about you. And you have all this money, but you know, now everyone's coming out of the woodwork to try to get your money. So everything comes with a cost and love is included with the cost. And a lot of the times love can cost you everything. It could cost you your business. It could cost you your mental state. It could cost you your fucking life, right? If you love the wrong, the wrong girl who kills you or you kill yourself over her, whatever. You know, 
millions and millions of stories of that happening. Love costs. All right. So to recap, all right, love is an emotion. It exists, but it's transient. It's super addictive. It's super conditional. It's super unstable and applies to every single thing in your life. And it fucking costs. Okay. So I hope you guys are with that depth, with those definitions that I broke down, I hope you guys are getting how fucking serious this is. Okay. How serious love is. Um, it, it's what you do everything for. Okay. So this is very, very fucking serious. And if you underestimate that, oh my God, bad, bad, bad news. I can't tell you how many guys and emails I've got of guys who are fucked up over girls. In fact, I think over the last five years of doing RLD, the number one problem that guys come to me with is being fucked up over a girl or you, yeah, you almost always, it's, it's in love with the wrong girl. That's, that's the biggest problem that most guys have. All right. So now that we understand the seriousness of the situation of, of what love really is, how do we use that knowledge? Okay. This is very important. Number one, love the right things. Love things that are positive for you, okay? And this is a decision that's way easier to make before you actually get into it. For example, heroin. I know if I did heroin, I would fucking love heroin because everyone who does heroin loves it. That's why people throw their lives away, which is why I'm never going to do heroin or cocaine because they're going to be too good and it's going to be too tempting and the love for it's going to be too strong. And I know all that, right? Everyone who's 15 years old knows that. So it's very important to love the right thing. And the sooner you make the decision before you even get involved with it, the better. The same goes with getting involved with a toxic woman. All right. If I see a girl and she fits, you know, a lot of the characteristics of, um, you know, what I described in my video of how to avoid toxic women, I don't care how hot she is. I don't care how charming she is. I'm staying away because to me, that's the same as, well, I'm going to go take some heroin over there, which is is the same as, you know, giving my heart to that girl. I might have a casual relationship, but I'm never going to give my heart to a girl like that. All right. You have to love the right things. And you have to be smart about it. You have to be smart about it and realistic about it. Okay. So you love the right things, but you also don't expect if, if this perfect love that's, that's, forever and ever and that's totally unconditional and unrealistic okay if you're getting into a relationship expect that she is going to you know that it's a conditional thing that it's fluctuating that it's always if you want her to keep loving you you have to keep um you know being able to add value and the same goes through for all the other things in your life all right you want to be able to keep adding value um to keep getting that emotional response from people. Uh, the same applies to loving the right things. Like you want to fall in love with exercising. You want to fall in love with um, doing positive work. You want to fall in love with having a mission and getting the reward at the end of the day um, of having done creative work and having done um, positive work and having checked off all your to-do lists. Okay. I love RLD. I love going to the gym. I love doing yoga. When I do all those things, not only does it make me happy and feel love, but the cost is, is way above, 
um, the cost is so beneficial to me, right? Whereas if I was doing heroin, I might really love it, but the cost is so strong, like it takes so much away from you, okay? So that's really important to understand. Not underestimating love, okay, because of the seriousness of it. Not overestimating it and expecting more from it. Not, um, you know, not being able to understand love and loving the right things. Those are the key. And the biggest key of that is loving the right thing. I would, I would dare you right now to go through your life and write down the top 10 things that you love. I would bet money that two of those things are not good for you. I would bet on it. Okay. And when you really look at it seriously, it, it becomes so clear. You're like, am I getting the cost? Am I getting the benefit for how much this costs me? Because every single thing you love is going to cost you. And I would highly recommend that you do an inventory right now. Just like I told you to do with all the recurring problems in your life to write those down and, and see what's going on. Write down the top five or top 10 things that you love and see how many of those are positive for you. And if you're starting to see two, three, four, five, you know that you've got some major, major work to do. If you're writing down a girl that you know is not good for you and you've got all kinds of, you know, you're addicted to junk food and all kinds of other things that you love, it's going to be a net loss on your life. So it's really important to love the right things. And if you're going to love bad things, you do it in moderation. Okay. Like alcohol, you want to love that a couple of times a week. But if you're doing it more than that, then you know that, that you're playing with fire. Same thing with Fenibit, same thing with Kratom, same thing with all those things where it's, it's on the edge and it can go one way or the other, right? It's not a total write-off like heroin, but it's also not a total positive like exercise. With those ones, you got to be able to love in moderation, okay? So love the right things. If you're loving questionable things, love them in moderation. Don't overestimate love, don't underestimate love, and look clearly at what love really is. And when you do all that, go through your top 10 things that you love and make sure that you are loving the right things or at the very least, you are loving the questionable ones in moderation. So I hope that made sense to you. Um, I'm not sure if it did because there's so much I want to cover in this, but please let me know in the question section if you have or comment section if you have any questions. And as always, you can check out the full article over at revolutionarylifestyledesign.com and uh, check me out iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, wherever. Thanks so much for watching. I wish you all the best in your personal development journey.